Week two of the 2021-22 NBA playoffs is over, which means it's time to run it back. This is Run It Back, NBA Week in Review. The voice of the fan. Drop a bounce pass, throw down the rim rocker. Lay up off the glass, right past the shot blocker. A follow through like Kobe's money, you can cash it. For news on LA hoops, come over to Beach Basket. Date sports, post-game reports, debates and play-by-play coming straight off the court. The voice of the fan making noise, causing havoc. Zone a man up, you can ask Peach Basket. The Peach Basket, coming tune on air. The Peach Basket, where the news begins. We're dropping news, like we're in the stands. Creative news from the Astros fans. This is the show where we recap the week that was, then take a deep dive into that week for select teams. Tonight, we'll share our fan experts' picks for the conference semifinals, as well as your picks for the uh, first round, or pardon me, for the uh, second round, the semifinals of the playoffs, and discuss what's next for each team that lost in the first round. Uh, I may or may not be joined by Isaac Edelman or our partner site, flteams.com, tonight to discuss all that, as well as the NBA question of the day. Um, before we get uh, too deep into the show, I want to share uh, that the NBA playoffs, of course, means next level basketball. Get in on the first round action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the first round of the playoffs and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA and sponsor of Run It Back, NBA Week in Review. All right, this is what we're going to do today. First round uh, of the playoffs are over. It was uh, honestly an amazing round of basketball. Uh, super enjoyable. Some rounds, or pardon me, some series, maybe a little better than others. Um, this is how we're going to kind of recap the, the, the series and, and, and talk about um, today's show. First thing we're going to do uh, on TNT, they love to send everybody fishing. We don't have... Uh, you know, crack graphics department. I am the crack graphics department is the best I can come up with. So it is time to say goodbye to these teams. I want to talk about each one and specifically bundle them into one of three categories. Okay. Is it time for these teams in the off season to do nothing? Let's run it back. Um, We'll talk about that. Or is it time to do major surgery? Now by that, I mean, they're going to leave the core intact but they're going to add some pieces to build around their core or is it time to blow it up? Okay. So run it back, major surgery, or is it time to blow it up? Now, when you look at these teams, these are all the teams that lost in the first round in my mind's eye. And this is where, if you happen to be joining us um, on, um, on YouTube, I'd love your thoughts, but in my mind's eye, every single team on here with a few exceptions, uh, it's somewhere between major and minor surgery, right? Let's look at the Pelicans. The Pelicans were wow. Just a revelation. I think they did this season, what the Hawks did last season, right? I I think that they, they overperformed. This is a team that finished um, outside of the playoff bubble 
and if it wasn't for the play-in, wouldn't even been playing. But they they looked great. They 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 had a, they have a passionate coach, um, a great core. This team, and they don't even have arguably you know their best player in Zion Williamson. That team's not going to do anything. Uh, if any team it fits into the run it back category, it's certainly them. The Nuggets are a little different. Um, they have their best player in Jokic, but you know their beta to his alpha uh, is likely going to play next season. That's Jamal Murray. So I, I think you're going to have maybe some, you know, let's call it minor surgery in terms of bringing in some additional pieces. But the core of that team is obviously going to stay the same. The Hawks were last season's Pelicans, right? This is a team that you know, overperformed last season. And, and kind of didn't take that next step in this, this season. I'm surprised that they didn't personally. Um, but the Hawks, I think for the most part, obviously they have their core. Uh, they're building around Trey. I don't think you're going to see a lot of change there. The Raptors have got you know the rookie of the year. Uh, th- there's your foundation. Um, I don't see a lot of movement from them. Uh, the Bulls were hurt this season. I think the problem for the Bulls, it looked great against not good teams, and they looked not great against good teams. And that's something they're going to have to fix in the offseason. They might make some you know, changes, change up some personnel, maybe coaching. Um, but you know, for the most part, I think the Bulls are going to come back looking a lot like they looked now. I'm going to skip the Nets and we'll jump right to the Timberwolves. The Timberwolves, like the Pelicans, I thought played exciting basketball. They've got some exciting players, a great core. I don't see a lot of change there. Obviously, they need more from Cat. They need more from D'Lo. Um, but they learned a lot in this run. And so I you know, I expect them to come back mostly intact. So for the most of these, they're either going to run it back or some minor surgery, with the exception of the Nets and the Jazz. Now, the Nets, I think, proved that the era of the super teams might be over. The Lakers proved that as well, unfortunately. But they don't have a lot of flexibility, right? It's not like they can flip a lot of these players. They can't make a lot of of moves. They can't blow it up. So this is a team that I think is just kind of forced to – to run it back they're you know they're kind of in the same boat as, as the lakers where there's just not a lot of flexibility because of you know the position they put themselves in which is not a bad thing uh of course they've got to you know figure out the uh, the ben simmons issue uh which he's going to play is he going to fit so you know a lot of question marks but for the most part i think that team is going to come back intact not because they want to necessarily but because they have to which leads us to the Jazz, and the Utah Jazz, I think, is are 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 interesting. They, you know, they've got great players, but you know, I think that that the Jazz window is closing. Uh, I don't think they have a lot of years left, if any. And I remember back to when Dr. Jerry Buss traded Shaquille O'Neal, and he made the point of saying, "I'm pretty sure it was Dr. Buss. It might have been Jerry West, but one of those two of those said it's better to trade somebody too early than too late." Um, and I think the Jazz are in that position right now. Uh, I don't think they move on from, from Donovan Mitchell. I think that's your core. That's who you build around. But I do see them moving on from Rudy Gobert. Um, you know, what that's going to bring back, I don't know. I saw an interesting trade, you know, Gobert for Anthony Davis, uh, which, you know, on the surface, it's not a particularly exciting trade. Um, the Lakers would get back Rudy Gobert and, and some some assets, some some trade picks. Um, I think that's a good fit for um, the Jazz, though, quite honestly. But we'll see how it plays out. I think if one team is going to blow it up or really go through some major surgery on this list of, I hate to call them losers, but 
Um, it's the Utah Jazz. Um, but that's it. I, I, I think, again, congratulations to each team. Congratulations to each fan base. Um, there were some exciting series. And I think, you know, some of these teams are headed in the right direction. Uh, with that being said, let's move on now to the winner's bracket. And we'll take a look at the conference semifinals. What's exciting about these picks is it wasn't just us that did it. This time, for the first time in our history, we shared it with everybody. And, and I'm grateful to all of you who shared your picks. Um, uh, it, 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 it was pretty eye-opening in, in terms of you know what people see um, and what people think and, and kind of, you know, not where you're putting your money, but where you're putting your bets. Uh, let's start with the Eastern Conference, uh, the Miami Heat and the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, obviously, everything changed when we found out about Joel Embiid. Uh, it's a difficult uh, circumstance that he finds himself in. Uh, when, when I saw mild concussion, I thought, well, you know, I think he'll be back, you know. Concussions are a big deal, obviously, but I don't think that that is – was going to be big enough to keep him out. Uh, but then it was like an orbital fracture. I mean, he literally has a crack in his skull. I mean, that's that, that's crazy. Um, I didn't see the game. I, I didn't see the replay. I'm not sure that I want to when he hurt himself. But obviously that changes things. Right now, last thing I heard, uh, last thing you all heard, was he's out indefinitely. That changes things. Now, the Heat, you know, were, were probably still favorites even with Embiid because that's a very good team. But without him, as you can tell, the Heat are the favorite. Um, our picks, your picks, uh, the consensus is the Heat in six. Um, there's one person who voted Sixers in seven. I would love to find out who that was um, and ask them if they think Embiid's coming back or not or if, or if they really think that the, the Sixers can beat them without Joel Embiid. I'm not certain that the Sixers can beat the Miami Heat without Joel Embiid. But we'll see how this plays out. That's what I love about the playoffs. You know, nobody expected the Pelicans to do what they did. Nobody expected the Timberwolves to do what they did. Nobody expected the Atlanta Hawks to do what they did last season. Um, but they did, they did, they did. And here we go. And wow, just in time. I was just about to move on from the Miami Heat. And I kind of feel like we should just to just to kind of rub it in a little bit. But uh, I'm not. I'm going to let Isaac have his say. Isaac Edelman of our partner site, FLTeams.com, joins us now. Isaac, welcome. Thank you. Justin, under the gun, we were sharing uh, our picks. Uh, and when I say ours, I'm talking Peach Basket. I'm talking FL Teams. I'm talking Twitter. These are the picks. Your Miami Heat are the favorite uh, to win in six. Um, welcome. Do you agree? Heat in six? Yes, I went with the Heat and Six. Um, I think that the Sixers, even without Embiid, will give the Heat some trouble. And I think that's that trouble is to win maybe one or two games, and that's why I have the Heat going six. I just think that Tyrese Maxey is amazing. James Harden, I, at least I, I, I hope he's amazing. I know Jimmy Butler's already talking trash about him yeah. and what he does on the court. But one thing is for sure, the Heat, I think, in my opinion, would win the series even with Embiid. The last thing I need is, and you know this being, uh, you, you know Kobe well, obviously, you watch the Lakers, you know, masked Kobe Bryant, right? Remember Kobe Bryant wore the mask? Oh, Not, sure. Yeah. Embiid wearing a mask because of his injury? Oh, my God. You know, you know, I, I think the most famous 
icon is LeBron and his mask, right? I mean, you just go off. So MB could be something else yeah. when, when he wears that face mask. Well, you know, and, and that's a great point. Again, I didn't – I said this before you jumped on. I didn't see the injury. I don't know where, you know, he's hurt. I know Kobe had, had a, 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 you know, fracture, but it was on his cheek. Um, so the mask worked for him. You know, if Embiid has has it somewhere else, I don't know that a mask will work. I mean, did you see the injury? Do you know where he got no, hit? No, but but I saw on Heat Twitter that a lot of people were talking about a masked Embiid. So. <clears throat> got it. Got it. Yeah, that, that would be interesting. Yeah. One, one thing I want to bring up before we move on, mm-hmm. because my expertise is with the Heat. Um, Nasser is against the Hawks. Obviously, Trey Young did not play well, but I think it had nothing to do with Young. It was completely Miami's defense. Yeah. So if you're a Sixers fan right now listening to this, you better hope that the Sixers offense is clicking because this Heat defense yeah. will shut you down. It doesn't matter how good you are. And with Embiid out, that's just one less player for the Heat to focus on. So, yeah. you know, Tyrese Maxey and James Harden, we'll see. Harden did not impress many people against the Raptors in round one. The Sixers advanced, so we're not going to complain, but Harden needs to step it up, especially against a team in Miami. Yeah, and especially without Joel Embiid. I mean, the the, the biggest probability of a Sixers win in this series was Embiid, you know, going for 30 and 15 every night. Um, the, the, The Heat, as good as they are, really don't have anybody to stop somebody like that. Listen, you, you can't ask, you can't stop Embiid. I mean, he's, he's phenomenal. Um, so I think, you know, the heat probably would have let him have his 35 and 15 and stopped everybody else. I mean, that's a veteran team that would have figured that out, but we, like you point out, and it's a great, great point without Embiid, they don't have to worry about, you know, letting Embiid go. They'll just stop everybody else. And exactly. that's just going to make things so much harder for the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, so yeah, given, you know, without, or, or barring any kind of change in Embiid's status, um, I, I think this is going to be not an easy series for the Heat because um, the Sixers are still punish them. But, uh, yeah, Heat and Six seems pretty reasonable. Let's move on to the next series. Uh, your favorite Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, the Celtics destroyed the Nets, surprisingly swept them. Um, the Bucks, uh, you know, I, I don't know that they were necessarily challenged in the first round. They'll be challenged in the semis, though. This is going to be an entertaining series. This is the one series where we didn't really have a consensus winner, right? Uh, the, at the end of the day, when the dust settled, more votes for the Bucks in seven. Um, the second best, the second most votes is, is the Celtics of seven. So we, you, all see this as an entertaining long playoff series with the Bucks coming up and t- on top in seven games. What's your gut about this series, Isaac? My gut told me Bucks in seven, so I put that down. But my gut is also saying that I do not know who's going to win. Um, honestly, look, a- after what the Celtics did to the Nets, who knew that would happen? You know, who, right, I, sure. I, in my opinion, I thought the Nets were going to win, let alone get swept. Like, come <clears> on, guys. And then the Bucks. it looks like they're going to get Middleton back, maybe. Not too sure. But yeah. the, the Celtics are fully healthy. That's one thing for sure. The Bucks, I do not know. 
I mean, if you compare both teams, obviously the Bucks have the better player in Giannis. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I'm going with Bucks in seven. The Bucks do um have more experience slightly. Obviously, they won the NBA Finals last year. But then you're right. Like the Bucks didn't really have much competition in the first round. The Nets, the uh, the Celtics did. The Celtics have so much energy right now. I bet. So I, I think that the Celtics may come out and win Game One, and they're the yeah. home team too, right? They they have home court advantage. That's yeah. a great. That's a great question. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. They're the two seed. Well, they played the Nets. Are they the two seed? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so yeah, at Boston, you, you yeah, I, I do have the Celtics winning game one, but Buck fans, don't get your hopes up. I do have the Bucks winning the series, but honestly, this is kind of like that Timberwolves Grizzlies series that we just saw. Like, you make a prediction, you make a prediction. Honestly, no one cares because who knows who's gonna win it. It's honestly like just the bragging rights, right? Because yeah, we we don't honestly know. Yeah, this is as much of a toss up, I think, as any series that we're gonna review. You know um, what? I think, and we said this last week, right? On Saturday, injuries, whoever stays healthy should win this series. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and thankfully, with the exception of Middleton, I think both teams are mostly healthy. Um, I know that uh, Time Lord uh, for the, cent- the center for the Celtics, I, I read today, is going to start. So I think he's back. They're not 100% close. Um, so, you know, the Celtics come to this mostly healthy. Um, the Bucks limping a little with Middleton. Listen, I think it's going to be a great series. I'm super excited to watch how this plays out. Uh, and a quick shout out to Nick, Daniel, Steve. These are our uh, Celtics uh, fan experts on our Peach Basket team that are going to consistently and continually remind us uh, of how good the Celtics are uh, until this series is over. And should the Celtics win, we're not going to hear the end of it from those three, um, which is good. That's what that's what we like. Um, so this will be, I think, the most competitive series. Um, let's move on to the Western Conference now, kind of my neck of the woods. Um, the Suns versus the Grizzlies. Um, this is interesting, I think, uh, and I'll share my thoughts as to why. But first off, in terms of our picks, we and you don't see this as much of a series at all. The consensus is Suns and six. Now, six is pretty good. I mean, you know, I think that you all think that the Grizzlies are going to push the Suns, but they're not going to necessarily you know, beat the Suns. Um, and I I, I, I I, can't really disagree with that. Um, I, I think the Grizzlies are a fascinating team. They're so, you know, they're young, they're exciting. Um, they led the NBA in, in blocks per game. So you're not going to get any freebies in, in the playoffs. That matters because it is more of a half court game. Although Jaron Jackson for this team hasn't been getting a lot of playing time. He's a great shot blocker. So, yeah, you know, it'd be really, really interesting um, to see which Grizzlies team shows up. They, they you know, they, I think they struggled against the Timberwolves. They were better than the Timberwolves and they won because they're better, but they struggled. Um, I think if they learned something and really matured as a team, as a group, as a coaching staff, they could cause some trouble. They could absolutely cause some trouble. I think the Suns, as good as they are, they didn't look great against the Pelicans. I think the Pelicans showed that, you know, this team is beatable. Um, but at the end of the day, man, Chris Paul uh, has got a chip on his shoulder. He, won't, he wants a ring. He wants to get back to the finals. Uh, he was amazing when it was time to put away the Pelicans. 
Um, and, and they've got that experience and experience generally wins games for you, certainly in the playoffs. So I, I don't remember how I picked, but I think Suns and six is pretty solid. Do you have any thoughts on this one? Yeah, Suns and six. And that's competitive, right? Yeah. The, Gri- yeah, yeah, the Grizzlies, yeah. the Grizzlies just beat the Timberwolves in six games. And I'm tell you something. It looked like the Timberwolves were in every single game. Yeah. It looked yeah. like the Timberwolves could have been up in the series and no one yeah. would know. That that's yeah. how close the games were. Yeah. Were. So yeah, I, I think it's gonna be the same thing. But the Suns, I, I think there's a bigger margin in between the, the Suns and Grizzlies than the Grizzlies and Timberwolves. Because honestly, CP three and Devin Burker are unstoppable. And yeah. after what CP3 did, I'm mind blown. Now, John Morant could put up similar numbers, mm-hmm. but it's literally just John Morant. I mean, you could get a lucky game from Desmond Bain, but that's about it. Really, the Suns consistently every night, it's the CP3 and D-Book show. Yeah. Yeah, and when they didn't have a Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton showed up. Yeah. You know? and, jo- so, and, jo- yeah. and JaVale McGee is playing great, too. Yeah, now, he, he understands his place. He understands who he is, and that's so valuable. This is a veteran team. Um, I would be shocked, yeah, if the Suns don't win this game. But again, yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be easy. Um, but, you know, I was surprised to not see a single person vote for, for the Grizzlies, but I understand it, and I agree with it. Um, let's go to the, the next round. Um, this one is, is also interesting. Um, the Warriors talk about a veteran team. You, you don't get any more veteran than this team. Um, and then the Dallas Mavericks, the Mavericks surprisingly have one of the best players in the NBA right now. I think in Luca, if you're not a fan of Luca, you're, you're maybe not a fan of the game. I'm, I'm not a fan of certain parts of his game, but the guy's phenomenal. Um, <laughs> you're talking about him flopping, right? Yeah, he's a flopper. I mean, yeah, he's a flopper. He's a flopper. Uh, he exaggerates. Uh, you know, he complains all the time. You know, there's parts I don't like. But you know what? I mean, the perfect player in the NBA doesn't exist. Everybody's got a flaw. That's his. Well, um, old man Yurtsevin exists. Okay. Yeah, outside of old man Yurtsevin, no perfect player exists. I stand corrected. Um, but yeah, the Mavericks, this is the first playoff series that they won with Luka. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. So this team does not have, you know, the experience, whereas the Warriors, come on, man. This you, you got Curry, you got Clay, you got Draymond. This team is is unbelievable. I will tell you, I didn't think they would be this good this season during the regular season. But now that they're in the playoffs, they're healthy. They can smell it. They can see it. They know that their window is closing. The Warriors know it. You know, I talked earlier before you jumped on about how I felt that the Utah Jazz's window was closing, and it's probably time for them to, you know, at least yeah. consider blowing Guess that what? up. We're already seeing those Bleacher Report Donovan Mitchell trades. <laughs> okay. And I don't think they'll move on from Donovan, but I do think Rudy Gobert is, is done personally. Ooh, that's interesting. But, yeah, but that's just my thought because yeah, I think you build around Donovan. But the Warriors, they know their window is closing, not because, you know, they, they haven't won, like, what happened with the Jazz, what happened with the Blazers. You get to a point where you just know it's time to blow it up and start over. The Warriors, their, their window's closing, but they didn't win because, you know, Clay was hurt. You know, they, they went through, you know, a couple of seasons, you know, where, where they just couldn't compete. But now that they're, they're here, you know, they're back. <laughs> they look so good. This offense is, is, is the most entertaining offense I've seen. I mean, it's really fun to watch them play. They're good defensively. Um, they're a veteran team. They've got great coaching. My gosh. I mean, the Mavericks here. Well, let's get back to you know what you think, what we think. 
the consensus here was uh, Warriors in six. So again, and second was was Warriors in, in seven. So we see a competitive series, but at the end of the day, we're not giving the Dallas Mavericks much of a chance. And because they don't have that veteran leadership and because the Warriors are nothing but veterans, that makes sense. Uh, what's your thoughts on this one? Golden State in seven. I love this Mavs team. Doncic, amazing. Yeah. So I don't need to talk about him being good. We know that. Jalen Brunson, though, I need to talk yeah. about him. This guy is just truly, truly, truly just unstoppable. I mean, he, he had a good career at Villanova. He won, uh, I think, College Player of the Year. Um, mm. But he was drafted late. Um, hasn't been good the last few years. But this year, amazing. And we've really seen that he's amazing because Doncic's been injured for a while. But yeah. Even with Doncic back, Brunson is making shots, man. And they yeah. still have Dinwiddie. And look, the Mavericks are good, but you just get to a certain point where you're in the playoffs, you're in the West semifinals, and, and you're going to face a good team. There's nothing you could do. Yeah. And simply, Golden State is just going to unmatch them. Um, really, Dallas's only hope here is that Luka Doncic drops 50 points every game yeah. or Steph Curry gets injured. But even if Curry gets injured, man, what Poole and Clay are doing, it, it, it's still unreal. Yeah. So the Mavericks really have to hope for the worst out of Golden State because yeah. they can hope for the best out of themselves. It may still not even get them a win. Yeah. But Brunson and Doncic really need to be on their game, and, yeah. and I think they can. But how, how could you wish that Poole's not on his game? Curry, right. Curry, we've actually seen this season not be on his game, but Poole we haven't. Poole mm-hmm. is something else, and he's another guy that was drafted late and has really, really, yeah. really – just came about this season. I love the way you put it. You know, you said that, you know, the Mavericks, even if everything goes right for them, right. There's that's not enough. Everything has to go right for the Mavericks and something has to go wrong for the Warriors for the Mavericks to have a chance. And and yeah, unfortunately I agree. What you're seeing with the Mavericks is, is, is tiny steps, right. And generally that's what you see with a lot of NBA teams, right. They'll fight to make the playoffs, then they'll make the playoffs. They'll lose in the first round, then they'll win the first round. They'll make it to the second round, and they'll lose. And it's a tiny progression, right? The Bulls of Michael Jordan had to go through the Pistons of Isaiah Thomas. Um, the Lakers had to go through the Celtics. That's just kind of the way you progress. And I think the the Mavericks are progressing. They, they, they need make, someone like Rudy Gobert, who you're just talking about. That that might not be a bad fit. You know, uh, I, I I really do think that the Utah Jazz are ready to move on, not only from Go from Gobert, but also from their coach. I think there's, I don't think they're going to blow it up, but there's going to be some major surgery there. So yeah, man, Gobert in Dallas is not bad. Uh, see if you can make that happen. Um, so yeah, I think in a day the, the veteran leadership uh, um, at, at uh, in San Francisco is going to make all the difference. All right, that's your picks. That's our picks. Now let's jump to the question of the day. But before we get there, just really briefly, I want to remind you to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN, bet $5 on any team to win their game and get $150 in free bets instantly. Um, That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA and sponsor of Run It Back. NBA week in review. All right. The NBA question of the day. I've said throughout the season that sometimes these are easy. Sometimes these are hard. This one writes itself. We are on the eve of the semifinals, the conference semifinals. 
we've hinted at this, but let's uh, let, let, let's let's put this down, uh, etch it in stone, Isaac. Which team makes the 2021-22 NBA Final Four? You got eight choices here. Who's in your Final Four? Heat. I should have said them last. I'm just, yeah, to, to make it more, you know, drama now. Right. The, the Bucks. Yeah. Golden State and Phoenix. And I, I think that that is probably the common answers for everyone. Yeah. It, it sucks that the Sixers were playing the Heat because honestly, I have, I would have the Sixers beating the Bucks or Celtics. So, wow. That can't happen though because they're playing the Heat. Yeah, but in the West, yeah, honestly, Golden State and the Suns are the two best teams. Yeah, I don't see the Grizzlies and Mavericks, but hey, um, injuries can change everything. I don't yeah. know how many times I have to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, my picks are the same as yours. Um, I, I, I think the Eastern uh, should that work out. You know, the Eastern you know, set, uh, conference finals between the Heat and Bucks is going to be honestly epic. Uh, two great teams, um, the Suns and the Warriors also. Epic. Uh, two great teams battling. I mean, I'm getting excited thinking about it. Um, let me, and we don't normally do this, but I'm going to go off script and I, and I know you can handle it, Isaac. If you had to pick one team on here, who, who has the, the best chance in your loser bracket to pull off the upset? Um, the Sixers, the Grizzlies, the Mavericks, or the Celtics. Who who do you think has the best chance uh, to sneak in? Assuming every everybody's healthy, right? Just assuming everybody's healthy. Who who who's your dark horse? The Celtics. I yeah, mine too. My, the Celtics uh, you, are playing you, you, good. You know, and you know I mean it because you know I didn't want because to you don't want the Celtics. <laughs> you, you know that when I say Celtics in an answer, I mean it because I don't yeah. want to say it. Yeah. I agree with you, hundred percent. I think the Celtics. You know, I—that's the one team I think. It, I don't know that I would even call it much of an upset. Of course, it would be, but everybody else here, especially without Embiid and the Sixers, um, yeah, I agree with you. The, the Celtics getting in would would be. I, I kind Celtics, of did want to say the Grizzlies too because John Morant, man, he's been insane yeah. in the playoffs. But uh, again. The Suns and Golden State are like unstoppable. It was shown in the regular season too. It's just, yeah. Yeah, I, I almost think that's – I don't want to call it a foregone conclusion, but I think that's that's going to be tougher to, to miss. I think that that Western Conference – that Conference Finals is, is pretty much etched in stone. We'll see. But the East is a little murky. Um, the, the Celtics could definitely you know slide in. And let me tell you, one of the things you might not know about the Peach Basket, we have a pretty active Slack channel, and there are quite a few Celtics fans, and uh, Isaac is, is a Heat fan, and – they, they they like to talk to each other, and I can't imagine what our Slack channel is going to look like in the event it's Heat versus Celtics. I kind of don't. I think I would take time off on the Slack channel if that is the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't uh, know. You, you, you'd want to be on it. That and by the way, for anyone that doesn't know, that's when Tatum can earn my respect. If he, if, if he, and especially after what I saw with Trey Young. The heat shutting training down. If yeah. Tatum goes off, man, hey, credit to him, man. Yeah. And that's what I love about our team. Honestly, you know, we, you know, we love our teams, but we respect and you know the other team. And uh I would love nothing more than to watch 
you know, Tatum go off, beat the Heat, make it to the finals, and Isaac to say, begrudgingly, yeah, he's a superstar. That'd be pretty epic. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. I think it's it's a it's a bit of a long shot. I think the Heat and the Bucks is more more likely. I have a quick question for you. I know this is not on the script, Jose, but I'm going to do it anyway. Jose, I have a question for you. You ready? Hit me. How, you know, oh, that, let's see how I can win this. All right. In in the East semifinals, that's four matchups, right? Eight teams. How many games? This is not going to be probably accurate because there could be seven games in each series. So seven times four is 28. So you, you don't know. but. Out of the 28 games, how many do you think is going to come down to the final shot? I know it's a, a kind of a tough question and you're mm-hmm. put on the spot, but I'm just wondering because we saw that with the Timberwolves and and uh, Grizzlies, not really the Suns and Pelicans, but the the, Celt- the Celtics and Nets, even though the Celtics swept the Nets, there were a few close games there. So yeah. out of 28 possible games, how many games do you think are going to come down to the final shot? And when I say the final shot, maybe a minute left, four-point game. Yeah. I, I Yeah, it, it, it's an interesting question. I think I think both series are going to be tightly contested. I think the law of averages, you're going to have one or two blowouts because it happens. Um, so, you know, I think conversely, I, I think you're going to have one or two games that are, you know, down to the wire you know, within two or three points in, in, in crunch time. Um, and as you know, because you've said it, you've tweeted it, the Miami Heat, uh, and that's not a point of, of excellence for them. They struggle yeah, exactly. when, when they've got, you know, in, in crunch time, when they've got to make that last shot. Um, whereas, you know, the you know the Bucks, the Celtics, the other teams, the, the, the Sixers, well, even Embiid hit a, hit yeah. a last shot. You know what? Every team on here, except the Heat, as a go-to, and, and that's why I said that's the only concern with yeah. me. Every yeah, yeah. team right here on, on this screen has a go-to shooter. Some teams yeah. have multiple. Golden State doesn't always need to go to Steph Curry. Right. Um, the Mavericks, maybe I'll throw in Brunson there. He's clutch. The Sixers actually have three. Embiid, Harden, and Maxie. The Bucks could, could go at Middleton if they want. The Celtics probably can go with Jalen Brown. Honestly, the Heat are the only team that do not have a go-to shooter. You say, don't they have a star, Jimmy Butler? As we know, he is not good in the crunch time. He is not yeah. a three-point shooter except that right. one magnificent performance with, with uh, Jose. You caught the end of that one. Jimmy Butler was going off. So yeah, let's yeah, hope for the best for the Heat. That's the one level of uh, area of concern for the Heat. I don't think there's any doubt about it. Right uh, in crunch time, that you know, getting the right shot, getting the right person to take the right shot, and making the right shot, and you're going to have one or two games like that. I think. That's just the law of averages. Um, but listen, end of day, I think every series is going to be great. I'm ex- every series so far has been really fun to watch. Um, I'm excited. I can't wait. Um, NBA season is winding down. And, uh, man, I, I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, that's it. That is our show. I wanted to you know close with one, you know, once again, reminding you that you know, we're the peachbasket.net. We exist to amplify the voice of passionate basketball fans. If you are curious about writing, podcasting, streaming, live tweeting games, look to us. Uh, we would love to help you um, you know, explore the possibility of doing that with us, building a portfolio. 
And of course, if you just enjoy reading and writing and, and, and listening to basketball, you know, consider the peachbasket.net. We had a really good year this year. We're looking to grow uh, and expand next year. And we'd love for you to be a part of that expansion. Isaac, as always, thank you. That'll do it. Week two of the playoff season is in the books. Please join us next week when we run back week three of the 2021-22 NBA playoff season. Thanks, as always, for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. The voice of the fan. Drop a bounce pass, throw down the rim rocker. Lay up off the glass, right past the shot blocker. I follow through like Kobe's money. You can cash it. For news on LA hoops, come over to Peach Basket. Up-to-date sports, post-game reports, debates and play-by-play coming straight off the court. The voice of the fan making noise, causing havoc. Zone a man up, you can ask Peach Basket. The Peach Basket, coming soon on air. The Peach Basket, where the news begins. We're dropping news.